Hi, Emmaus. Welcome back to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode number nine, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. Back in the studio today with Jaron and Kennedy. Hey! What's up? Kennedy, NYC one weekend, then a couple weekends later, Seattle. Yeah. Can you see the dark circles under my eyes (laughs) today? (laughs) Give us the Seattle report. Cold? Wet. Yeah, it actually wasn't as cold as what I thought it was going to be. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and not as wet, but su- super cloudy. Yeah, so haven't been to either stuff. place. Both seem cool, though. <laughs> so both have some great golf courses. So, you know, good reasons to go, not in the winter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, very nice. All right, let's not keep people in suspense for too long. Our guest today, our first teenage guest, first underage guest, sneaking up on his 18th birthday, the one, the only, Andrew Lucas. Woo! Yeah, What's Andrew! Up, Drew? Jaren, it sounds like you're booing. <laughs> Drew, it's Drew. like, oh. Drew. It's what they do. Like, I thought you were saying yes. boo. Yeah, <laughs> football <laughs> stadiums. Baby. What's up, Drew? Not much. Uh, what's going on, guys? Man, a couple of weeks ago, Drew mentioned that he listened to the podcast, which was huge to me. And then I was like, you want to be on the podcast? And he jumped at it, which was awesome. So, uh, man, we're excited you're here. Jaron and Kennedy, I realized this week you two share some great things in common. All right, here's my list. You both cheer really well when we have guests (laughs) on the podcast. You've both been around more, and especially Emmaus, for a long time. You've both been involved with some extremely funny stories involving Jim Lee, Hugh. (laughs) And you both love to have and laugh and have a good time. Any other comparisons? Oh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, that's I a that's know. a pretty good connection right yeah. there. So uh, all good stuff. His mom used to watch me in the nursery, so you oh, know, in a sense, that's his nice. Mom, I like has that. Watched yeah. both of us <laughs> because she definitely watched you. <laughs> I think I recall that. Uh, yeah, there's some other things there. Uh, well, we're I mean, he cool. was my student pastor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's the entire true. time I was we, in student we ministry, we both served as student ministry interns at Emmaus during our college years. Oh yeah, that's true. We both like coffee. Oh, yeah. Eote coffee, especially. Eote coffee, yes. All right. I like this. We got some connections. Both under six foot. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah, me definitely. (laughs) We both like to sing in the choir. Right, Kennedy? Uh Kennedy, (laughs) Kennedy, are you going to sing in the choir? You know, (laughs) I... I don't know about this. (laughs) I don't know if that's my gift to you. Oh, man. I thought we had something here. I love to sing. I don't know if other people... uh, Make a joyful Drew noise. Would enjoy hearing me Make sing. a joyful noise. Drew, choir? No, don't point this oh, out. Man. Come on, okay. Drew. Someone else. Hey, I had to sing on the podcast a few weeks ago. So, um, well, so here's the main comparison I was thinking about. You guys got to it. You both have invested so much time and so much love into student ministry. So, number one surprise of the podcast, anybody listens. That was number, <laughs> that was surprise number one, which is pretty cool to hear from people that they've enjoyed. This has been a good way to uh, to share stories and connect with the church. Number two surprise for the podcast that we have teenagers listening. So, that was pretty cool. Uh, even talking to my own teenagers about some of the podcasts they've been listening to lately. So, uh, Drew had asked me about the podcast, being on the podcast. We're glad you're here. Um, Drew, here in a few minutes, we're going to have you share your testimony, talk about student ministry, um, Amaius, if you'll stick with us today, I think uh, one of the things that's going to be really helpful is to think through how we use social media for ministry. And this is one of the things that Drew's really good at, and he's going to talk to us about that. So whether you're a teenager, college student, older adult navigating Facebook, I think this podcast will be really encouraging for you about how to proclaim and display the gospel. In honor of Drew being on the podcast today, 
I think this episode needs to be sponsored by USA Weightlifting <laughs> because, dude, you're getting strong. Uh, where where did the love for weightlifting come from? So, uh, to be straight up with you, um, when I first started, I thought like if I started weightlifting, like X, Y, and Z in my life would like become like amazing and like everyone would love me. But really, <laughs> that wasn't the case. But now I now I honestly like really enjoy weightlifting because it's just like my good space to be alone. Like if because like I'm all already alone like most of the time. But like if I really like had a stressful day or like I got like I just got some bad things coming up in my life. Like I can just go and just like hang out in the gym and just feel good about myself for nice. however long I'm there. A so, little bit of stress relief there. It's so. big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. You got people listening here who probably can't pull off the weightlifting you pull off. Uh, you got people sitting around the table who definitely cannot pull off the day weightlifting that you pull off. Yep. Give us uh, give us a couple of pieces of advice, just honoring the Lord with our bodies. How can we be physically active? Uh, maybe keep it at two. Give us two pieces of advice about health, fitness that, that you've learned. I think I think the first piece of advice would definitely just be to stay consistent, like especially if we're talking like, like just showing up every day and doing something that, that that's always going to be beneficial to your body is the same goes with reading the word, by the way. Nice connection, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, like I think my second piece of advice would just be to like, depending on like what kind of situation you're in with like, like health, like for me, I was always pretty scrawny and skinny. So like I made it a point to just eat as much as possible. Wow. Now um, we're talking about as much like anything as like, possible or so. I should say, like, clean stuff, but I have found myself eating Brahms until I just want to collapse. Yeah. So it just kind of depends. Um, but really just, like, for someone who might be struggling with weight, uh, would say definitely kind of start looking at some, like, lower-calorie options or just something that's not, like, incredibly high in, like, um, high in those microplastics and uh, – genetically modified foods because those are those are really kind of the killers so last week toward the end we we power ranked or we were sponsored by crumble cookies uh lots of crumble <laughs> crumble cookies probably a no yeah, yeah lots of crumble cookies i mean everything in moderation is okay okay everything okay. in moderation is thanks. okay thanks that's good to hear that's good to hear so uh let's well, cool, go i think the consistency piece there is is a good word and, and the connection to the word to god's word is is great as well i think my problem with working out is i'll do great for a stretch and then i just get away from it and so that that consistency thanks for sharing that that's good and it's not hard to make a spiritual connection as well with what you put in your body physically and what you put in your body spiritually is, right. is going to make an impact for how you feel what you do so yeah that's good this would be a good time to talk about why donuts just appear in the workroom on random oh, Wednesdays? Man, I know I walked in today <laughs> and thought I did not need those donuts no. to be in the workroom today. So, <laughs> but will I be eating one later? No, no. Yes, yes. No. I will. I will. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Hey, uh, everything in moderation. Like I go. said, just, just instead of four, maybe. try like maybe one or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll, do, we'll do our best. Instead of a dozen, try six. Okay, we're about to make a food connection. Another food connection here in just a second. Um, last weekend. Uh, United Weekend, Disciple Now Weekend, if you're not familiar with the term United, but uh, our students get together, amazing time. Drew Kennedy, uh, tell us about United Weekend. How'd it, how'd it go? Uh, United is like, it's like the best weekend, like every year. Like it's, it's a blast. Um, it's so much fun. 
Um, the one thing that wasn't fun, though, was <laughs> we went to Incredible Pizza. And let's be clear. You were supposed to go to get air for the trampoline park. was not Cody's fault. Something fell through. Yeah. Incredible Pizza. Yeah, Incredible it was Pizza not. itself was yeah. fun. The yeah. place it was... itself was fun. It was almost kind of like I was having a fever dream while I was there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the mirrors on the wall kind of like creeped me out a little. But, I mean, it was a really fun atmosphere. It was just... The pizza kind of upset upset some stomachs. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like need. mass panic oh. is what it came down to. <laughs> That's great. So let, let's uh, we're gonna power rig something later, but let's talk uh, incredible pizza above or below CC's pizza. Uh, way below. below. Way, way below. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like See, hitting the floor oh, and like, CC's is on the ceiling. CC's yeah. is way up top when you come in. CC's wow. is even good when you compare just yeah. pizzas in general. Yeah. Like if you we're know, talking yeah. like. I'm not opposed like to CC's. CC's. I can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. That's good. So outside of incredible pizza, <laughs> what else stood out to you guys from United Weekend? Um, I just love um, getting to kind of see all my friends that I, like I know around more. Because, like, we have so many, like, youth groups that come together. And so, like, talking with friends from, like, Southern Hills and Eagle Heights and First Moore and really kind of, like, us being united um, together is it's a really fun um, just weekend to really kind of see each other grow. Um, and I also just love um, the worship. I love, like, the bass that's, like, making my chest rattle and the, my eardrums are like permanently damaged i just love worship music like that i think we can chase a quick rabbit here because you mentioned seeing friends from around more churches coming together uh i've seen this in your life and we'll talk about this with social media but you've done a, a great job forming some friendships connections with other churches and here at emmaus we we try to emphasize this that Obviously, we're biased toward Emmaus. I mean, we love being here, love what God's doing here. We also really love the partnerships we have with other churches in the area. And and I think that that's so healthy and so important for our church as, as a whole, but also seeing you talk about that individually. Jared, give us the really quick background. Has United always been this way about churches coming together when you were in student ministry? Is this something you guys developed over time? Uh, well, it actually wasn't around when I was a student. So we're talking, this is probably early 2000s. So uh, student pastors in the area, I think at the time at Emmaus, Darren Rice, if you know that name, was the youth pastor here. And so him and several other guys at other churches just had this wild idea to like, hey, let's do ministry together. And uh, Disciple Now weekends have always been a, a thing. And so they decided to kind of bring it together. And so I that's one of the things I've always observed about this kind of OKC South Metro area is there's just been a, a really healthy partnership. And quite honestly, I, I contributed a little bit to those original youth pastors who kind of put some things yeah, aside yeah. and wanted to serve together. Yeah, so. no, that's cool. That's cool. Kennedy, United Weekend, yeah. anything stand out for you? Good I stuff. I just love with, that we get to stay in other church members' homes, that we get to see using like their gifts of hospitality. And also when you're just in someone's home, you just seem to get closer. I don't oh, yeah. know. The conversations are deeper. You learn things about mm-hmm. each other that maybe you didn't know before. So I always think that that's super special. And as far as the connection with other churches, a lot of people may not know this, but those youth pastors collaborate pretty much all year long. It's not just a united thing. So I feel like they're consistently, and Jaren, you can probably attest to that, they're consistently 
um, like meeting and sharing things that are going on and praying mm-hmm. for each other in their ministries. And so it's just a super special yeah. connection. Cool network. What home, what home were you in, Kennedy? Where were you, where were you staying? I stayed in my own bed, oh, and I yeah. got to float. Wow. <laughs> so nice. honestly, the best job. Fantastic. Wow. Drew, where were you guys? Uh, we were at the Walters. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was, nice. It was a nice one. Us, so. uh, Jaren, jump in, and yeah. uh, I know you have some questions for, for Drew as well. Yeah, at this we, point. we're getting to know you a little bit, Drew, but let's get to know you a little bit more. Just talk through a little bit about your story of coming to know the Lord and all the things that contributed to that in your life. So um, to start things out, so we're going to set this back 17 years to a uh, small white panel church out in Little Axe. Um, my dad was a youth pastor at a small church called uh, Pecan Valley Baptist Church <laughs> all the way out in Little Axe. He was a youth pastor um, up until about 2013. So I grew up in the, kid, in the youth ministry, so I was... <laughs> The youth pastor's kid, you know, I got to go on all the Falls Creeks. I'm pretty sure when I was like six weeks old, my parents took me to Falls Creek. Um, so I've always had fond memories of being a youth pastor's kid, and I just enjoyed I enjoyed that time. And so when I was about six, I I didn't really know what I was doing, so I just kind of made a decision. I didn't. It wasn't really a, like a a true decision. It wasn't like a a life altering decision. It was just like a Yay, Jesus kind of thing. Well, you and then, grew up around that. You were familiar with that. Yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah, so I grew up around it and this, that, the other. And just kind of life went on. So we ended up leaving <clears throat> um, and after the tornado in 2013. And my mom got a job here. At, well, not here. At, at Briarwood, which was hosted by Mace. And we were currently in the search for churches. And um, lo and behold, Mace Baptist Church is hosting Briarwood, so we just kind of gave it a shot. My dad was really close friends with Jim Lee Hugh. So he was in my dad's youth group. Yes. And fun fact, Donnie held me the day I was born. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Watch out. <laughs> I love it. That's Maybe cool. that's what's wrong that with me. No, <laughs> yeah. Recreate that photo. That'd be cool. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, we kind of we came to Emmaus, and then I really started to bond with um, some of the kids, a little, like, one year older than me, um, like, McLean and Cade and those guys and so I really got to bond with them grow up with them um, th- there was a stretch from like third to fourth grade where it was literally every weekend me and McLean were rotating staying the night at each other's <laughs> houses Saturday night and we would both end up somewhere at church on Sunday morning from one of the houses um, funny story actually the first night McLean ever stayed the night with us he um, he was like, I don't feel good. I, ne- I need to find a bathroom. And um, oh we're like, we're like rushing him to the bathroom. And he just like, just like, just throws up. Just, it's oh, just all over the floor. No. And he starts bawling. He starts bawling his eyes out because he felt so bad because it was his first night. McLean, we'll edit yes. this out. <laughs> Probably oh, not. Man. Probably not, brother. Sorry. <laughs> McLean, we'll have you on next week. Yeah, yes. McLean, yeah, yeah. Next week, McLean tells Drew's story. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some to share. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I really got to grow. And then um, so after my fifth grade year, um, it was summer, and we went to kids camp. Um, Courtney does the amazing job of taking the kids to kids camp. And um, Brian was one of the leaders, and he kind of he invested in me. He's been he had been investing in me for a while. 
but Brian kind of took me under his wing that um, that week, and he kind of led me to rededicate my life, almost more like make a make a a true correct decision in what it meant to um, follow Christ, and just kind of look at looking at that from an approach of um, God has really truly saved me, and it's not it's not the work of me, but it's God saving me. And now, um, looking back on it, it's been it's been incredible just to see Brian has been like my he's been my Sunday school teacher for like four years. He's Brian is truly God has placed Brian in my life for a good reason, and I think we can all agree that Brian Wilkinson is like an awesome man. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. Okay, there you go. What uh, so you talk about Brian being a person in your life who's kind of after following the Lord and. Uh, kind of encouraging you along the way. Can you point to any other highlights in your journey of faith with, with, with Jesus, just things that stuck out, things that were super helpful, encouraging moments that you remember, uh, other individuals in your life? So um, really encouraging parts were, were always like the, the big youth events, like always really just kind of being able to, to see these and being transformed almost in a sense or you just be like yeah this is this is definitely something that I enjoy and I would not give the world up for and um another another really kind of guys that have been like really good to see in my life were um, guys like Braden Antrim Mm -hmm. guys who took me under their wings when I was a little kid in the youth ministry um and just really being able to start hanging out with them and seeing them mature and grow and thinking that there's no way I'll ever be a senior in high school. And now now somehow I'm graduating in like four months, which is scary. Um, But it's really awesome to see um, just how God has worked through people in my life. But that kind of gives me the mirror look where I need to say, hey, this is my opportunity to work through uh, other people's lives. And and I hope that I'm doing that. I don't don't know. I don't want to come up here and be prideful and be like, yeah, I'm working this guy's life. I'm doing this and doing that. When in reality, it's um, it's up for interpretation. You know, one person's ideas might be different than the others. But in reality, I just really hope that um, everything I do points people back to the Lord. And I don't um, I don't take anything for selfish ambition or pride. Yeah. Well, I think just to encourage you, being uh, your former student pastor, but now being a dad mm-hmm. of, a, of a kid who's in the student ministry, like I see you being the example to him mm-hmm. and all those seventh, eighth grade guys and stuff that Braden Antrim did for you. I right. seeing that coming to fruition now. You're you're doing that for those younger guys as well, and uh, that's a that's a huge thing to yeah. me as a father. And so I I really really appreciate um, how the Lord's working in your life. And so kind of transition that you're in your senior year. You're kind of your student ministry days are getting ready to come to an end. What? What are you thinking through? What's God teaching you? Uh, anything in particular that uh, the Lord's just been encouraging you with lately? Uh, so really, right now, like I'm, I'm kind of excited for the future, but at the same time, it kind of scares me. Just kind of being a grown up, but you know, the uh, the heart of man plans his steps, but the the Lord establishes mm-hmm. his way. So it's really it's whatever I do, do it for the glory of the Lord, and don't. Um, don't be scared. Just go do. Just go do life. No, if you get that as your foundation, that's a good way. That's a good thing to have when you're 
35, 45, <laughs> 75. Keep yeah, keep that yeah. mentality in mind through throughout life. We can we can all learn all learn from that. So yeah, Andrew. Before I ask you some questions about social media, I do have one question. Okay. So some of you may not know, but Andrew has really good taste in Christian music. Like oh yeah, really good taste. And so Andrew, give us really quick. You're like two top favorite Christian artists. I know you have lots. Okay. Oof, that's really hard. Two? So I'm going to have to go with um, Chris Renzma, you know, number one on top. That was a total Okay, I promise that wasn't a setup. Yeah, it was definitely a setup, but, yeah, yeah, but he's really good. And then um, another one, Gable Price and Friends, mm-hmm. kind of a – Just heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some really so. good – it's a really good band. I like the um, – so it's so funny. So I, like me personally, like I love country music, and I'm like a big country personality. But then like I love like punk rock, Christian music, like the the heavy like guitar and the it's awesome. Oh yeah, nice. Best. We may have to go further down that list later. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. If about, you need I'm, suggestions, go to yes. Andrew. Okay, this is and good. you, Kennedy. Don't don't. We're always don't sending each other back yes, and forth. Like, listen to this new song. Listen to All this right, new song. All right, Emmaus. So there you stuff. go. If you need uh, Christian music recommendations, Kennedy, Lee, you, Andrew, Lucas. Uh, <laughs> we we might have to. You know what? We might have to do an episode just about the world of Christian music oh, and, and let Jared. Jared's like reminiscing. Yeah, we can do that. My dad. My dad, if you want someone who's like the the late '90s, early 2000s worship music, that was probably hanging out with Carmen. Dude, so, he's uh, the aficionado. <laughs> he knows. He like he did like the the hard rock, Christian rock. He did like the. He's done it all, man. I love it. <laughs> That's good. Well, Andrew, we see a lot of what you do as far as ministering to other people, either in our community or other churches or even just our own youth group. A lot of how you do that is through social media. So kind of share with us how you use social media as your platform to share the gospel and how you lead out in that. So um, really it all started um, just like a year ago, maybe like a year and a half. Like I would just kind of start putting like Bible verses just like on my my Snapchat story and then sometimes on my Instagram. And so just kind of like off and on here and there. And then um, come Falls Creek last year, um, God really spoke to me and he was like, like some of the images that you're portraying are not are not true. Like some of them are a double life. And so um, you need to change that. And so what I did, what I changed that is I um, recorded my testimony. I put that out on Instagram uh, July 4th, right before we went to the Wilkinsons, and McLean almost burned his hand off. We, uh, <laughs> Poor McLean. Yeah. There's revenge coming from McLean. Yeah. So, you put McLean on uh, here, yeah, he's going to yeah, say yeah, some very trouble. embarrassing stories. But um, that, so I, that testimony, though, it, it yeah. was a turning point for yeah, us. Yeah, so. it, was a, it was a big turning point. Uh, the testimony, I just I filmed it. I was like, God just speak through my words and I kind of I set my phone aside and I didn't really touch it. I was scared. Um we were leaving for Panama in like three days and I was just like, God, I got a lot going on. Um, but I know that your way is true and that whatever I do is is for you and it's not it's not for my selfish ambition or pride. And so it was it was scary, but I filmed it, I recorded it. Um, and then I used a little hashtag I made called um, hashtag put Jesus on the gram. Um, but that the is uh, T-H-A, so like the gram. <laughs> um, and so I'd keep it unique and keep it unique. And so 
that ended up like blowing up. So we were in Panama. It was like the, the Thursday we were in Panama. I look, um, I look at my phone after we get back to the hotel, and we had like I had like I had like four people, four four or five people record their testimonies, tag me, share it to me. Um, really, just blowing up my phone, and I was like, "This is, this is coming into fruition finally. Like, this isn't, this is so cool to see like God working in the lives of others through the actions that I just took." And so the next step for me was I made an Instagram account called the The Drelations. Um, very catchy. T H E this time. Yes, yes. T H E this time. <laughs> yes. All one word. The Drelations, and I um, I started recording just like stuff that I would teach and um, really enjoying spending my time in the word, um, most consistently doing that. And um, I just started teaching, started finding different parts of the Bible that I could teach. And I haven't been able to record or teach much as of recently because life is moving so fast, like, like especially with like everything I have to do for senior year, with baseball coming up. I'm... I'm swamped, but um, I was, I had like 12, I think I have like 15, I think it's like 15 videos, and it's really, it's really awesome to see myself grow, because I don't really like the sound of my voice, like listening to myself speak sometimes, like I don't. Oh, we have to go back and listen to these, uh, we, yeah. we completely understand, <laughs> Yeah, so I, but like going back and listening to someone like my first ones, like I can, from six months ago, I can tell like how much I've grown as um, as a student, but also yeah. as um, as a follower of Christ and a, and a man of God, which is which is awesome to see. That's good stuff. So tell us just really quick. There's a lot of people in our church that use social media, whether it's like Facebook, Instagram. Be real. Some people listening might not know what be real is, but man, good stuff. <laughs> Tell us what are some downfalls in social media, but also how you can use social media for the glory of God. So some of the downfalls that I found um, is like what they said this weekend is like people take pride in their sin. Like I find that a lot. Like people are very prideful in their sinful nature, and that's scary to see, um, especially for um, some kids my age to be prideful in what they do. And so you can definitely find some downfalls of that. But at the same time, like being able to set a good image and example of what it means to be a Christ-like follower is all the more important um, because a lot of people will see what you post, but if you don't back that up in your daily life, then you run into a double life, which is horrid. No, that's good. That's really good. Jaren and I were talking earlier, trying to remember if we had a MySpace account. So uh, you never had to worry about MySpace. <laughs> Kennedy apparently was not allowed to have a MySpace account. So uh, no. But that's... thank you to my friends for letting me log on to their account. <laughs> oh, no, your parents. Your parents are going to hear this. Hashtag confession. They know yeah. it's okay. <laughs> that's great, Drew. Uh, I, I do. I do see that you, brother, the way that you're trying to be authentic with your Christian life, and we've had some great conversations about theology. And I know you're you're learning a lot, growing a lot, and I think all of us around the table would just say, we're excited to see how the Lord will continue to to work in your life. And every step of the way, that humility, uh, connection to the church, connection to the word, um, keep keep that going. So we missed this at the beginning. We're maxing out our time here, but we, we missed this at the beginning. We didn't power rank anything. We, we were getting close there for a second with pizza. But uh, <laughs> you, you said, you told me earlier, you wanted to 
power rank gas station drinks. Is yes. this what you're telling me? Okay. <laughs> yes. So right. so walk us through this, and and Kennedy and Jared and I are going to j- jump in. Gas station drinks, like what are we power ranking so here, So it man? sounds vague, but <laughs> okay. I promise you, like, let's go. so let's say like you're a road trip. Okay. You walk into the gas station. Are like, we walking into Bucky's? We walk into Seven um, Eleven. It can be whatever you okay. want. All I right. mean, probably not Bucky's because there's that's too little, much variety. Yeah, that's and true. We're getting so. we're getting too deep into the rabbit hole. Okay, we'll get like an on like, cue Seven Eleven. Yeah, like an on cue or Seven Eleven. So you just got out of the car. You, you got to stretch your legs. Yeah. Just use the restroom. Yeah. You got to pick up a drink. Okay. You got to pick up something. So me personally, the first thing I'm going for is either a Dr. Pepper or a Blue Gatorade. Like okay. those are those are my those are like one and two. Those Do you one blue have a flavor or is it just blue? I don't even I don't, I don't even it's remember. The best. There's it's the it's dark just the blue, blue the light blue. I don't blue, know if it has it's a not flavor. the it's like the light blue, but it's not like the the Arctic light blue with the white label. It's like just the light just blue, the normal light, the normal light blue. blue. I don't know. So blue is a flavor. So what okay. do you, what do you get in, Jaren? You pull in the gas oh, station to grab a drink. Man, I don't know. Maybe a boring bottle of water. You know, some iced coffee. You know, it's not hot. Yeah, some iced coffee. I, yeah. I got nothing to contribute. No, that's good. What about, yeah. come on, Kennedy, what are you? I'd say a Dr. Pepper, but also, like, Icy's. Man, mm. oh, I got to yeah. get behind some Icy's. Yeah. 7-Eleven changed their Icy's, though. Sometimes. They yeah. did. Oh. But like on cue, on cue Icy's, okay. they're pretty good. Right. And on cue has a drive-thru, so, you know, get an Icy through a drive-thru. I've said that on cue <laughs> drive-thru line for a while. <laughs> yeah. But like, you've got to stretch the in. legs. you got to yeah. stretch the legs. You can't just get in and out faster than this drive-thru at times. So, yeah. I'm a sucker for... You know, some of the gas station coffee, it's not terrible. I'm like, I could have spent yeah. $6 at Starbucks, or yeah. this cost me $1.29. It tastes about yeah. the same. So uh, I can I can go for that. I, I used to – I'm still a sucker for Mountain Dew at times, though. Man, I, that's that's kind of a weakness. That's right up there with crumble cookies and donuts and things like that. I don't like do Mountain Dew. My mom pranked me when I was a kid with oh. a cup of pickle juice telling me it was oh. Mountain Dew. yeah. That the end of that. So Yikes! That's awesome, Drew. Man, I'm so glad. So glad you listen. So glad you contribute. Uh, thankful for God's work in your life, brother. Um, Jaron, would you pray for Drew? And we hit the yeah. 30 minute mark. We need to wrap up here. So yeah, for sure, God, we come to you today, and we're just so humbled and honored by this opportunity to have conversation with folks about, uh, Lord, your love for them, your work in their life, and Lord, how how Drew is in that that place where he is. Uh, Lord, you've given him grace and humility to understand, Lord, that it's not about what he can do or what he can accomplish, but about what you are doing in him. And Lord, just to to be mindful of that, to be in your word, to be in prayer, and to let you flow through him and his actions. And so I'm I'm just so encouraged by that today. Uh, I'm encouraged by that to to see how that fleshes out in our church uh, with our with our teenagers, Lord, how he as a senior. Uh, sets an incredible example, but selflessly loves. He gives rides. He does all of these things to set an example to these uh, younger students. And I'm just humbled and honored to watch him uh, live that out and how that even fleshes out in our church, Lord, how he is a leader in our church and, and cares for others. And so I pray that, uh, Lord, that you would be with Drew in this coming months and really all the, the seniors, Lord, as they come to the this transition point, Lord, as they get out of high school and into college or the workplace and uh, Lord just go before them and uh, and Lord I pray the things that that Drew even mentioned today Lord the things that encouraged him and the things that 
uh, he wants to uh, keep in mind as he walks forward that those would continue to be on the forefront of his mind as he focuses on you, as he brings glory to you, and uh, he has joy in you as well. And so, God, I just love this, love this guy and uh, the encouragement he's been to me. Um, Lord, just uh, be with us today. Uh, let us be encouraged by your grace in our life and what you've done for us. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, Emmaus, see you soon.